Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Anthony C. Ferrante, director of Sharknado. Hi, this is the voice of BattleBots, Mark Biro. This is Seth Shostak, senior astronomer at the SETI Institute. Hello, my name is Matt Simon. I am a science writer at Wired Magazine and author of the new book, The Wasp That Brainwashed the Caterpillar. This is Frank Joseph. I'm the author of an essay in the latest book, Lost Secrets of the Gods. Hi, this is Linda Godfrey, author of American Monsters. Hello, my name is Robert Solis. I'm the author of Unidentified, the UFO Phenomenon. Hi, this is Nick Redfern, the author of Close Encounters of the Fatal Kind. Hi, my name is Bob Luca. And my name is Betty Andreessen Luca. Hi, this is Jesse Krupus, the producer of JFK, The Smoking Gun. Hello, this is Marty Langford. I'm the director of Doom, the untold story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. Hi, this is Kevin Randall, author of Alien Mysteries, Conspiracies, and Cover-Up. Hi, this is Tracy Roberts, founder of Positive Autistic. I'm Jeremiah Bomek, the producer of The Real of Horror. Hi, my name is Bill Hall, author of The World's Most Haunted House. Hi, this is Micah Hanks, and I'm the author of the book The Ghost Rockets. And you're listening to Emmy on the Graveyard Shift Talk Show, blogtalkradio.com.
of a dying star. That's hot. From the snow-capped mountaintops of Middle Earth. Orbiting above the Earth in a stolen alien spacecraft. The Graveyard Shift Online Radio Talk Show. Now, strap on your seatbelt, get ready to kneel, true believers, because here's your host, Emmy. Okay, hello out there, everybody in Radio Land. This is Emmy, and you are listening to the Graveyard Shift Online Radio Talk Show. Um, and uh, by the way, all of our wonderful, beautiful people in big chat, I'm trying to get on. I'm trying my darndest. Uh, so. Just kind of hang in there. I know you guys are waiting for me, and uh, I don't know what's going on with the server over there on BidChat, but it's uh, it's being really naughty. So I'm hoping really hard that it's going to, you know, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying. Let me see. i got to make some snapshots here. Okay. And, by the way, for those of you that are wondering what in the world am I talking about, um, I actually, you know, simulcast, simulcast this talk show on a uh, weekly basis. There we go. Hold on a second, guys. I'm going to try to uh, see if I can do this the right way now. By the way, I wanted to give some congrats to our uh, friends. Oops, wrong one. Hold on. No. Ah. Okay, hold on. Graveyard shift. Season 8, episode 4, simulcast. Yo. Oops, I can't put that there, I guess. All right. There we go. Go live. All right, now I'm live on BitChat. Wonderful. And then I'll just uh, separate that video. Yay, it works. All right. Okay, so again, as I was saying, I wanted to congratulate our uh, very longtime fans and colleagues of ours, uh, Holden Strianez and Ricky Mosher, on their new podcast. I think it's called Storytime with Raid and Reed or something like that. And I apologize if I got the name wrong, guys. Um, you know what? I'm going to give them a chance if they would like to call into the show. Now, I know some of them are at work, so they may not be able to. But if they can, they know what to, they know how to do that. Um, and for those of you, by the way, who would like to call into the show, um, all you have to do is, for those of you who are on Bid Chat that are watching the video feed, um, open a new window. And then on that new window, go to blogtalkradio.com slash thegraveyardshift. And then what will happen is, see, I don't understand why this thing is doing this. It keeps lowering the volume for me, and I don't know why it's doing that. Anyway, all you have to do is go to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash the graveyard shift on a separate window. And then that will um, just put you into our live audio feed of our quote-unquote radio show. Okay, see the bid chat portion is the video feed, obviously. So then what you can do is you can call in to uh, area code 347-237-5187. Now there should be an option on the page 
to actually call in. There should just be a little button you can click. Or an even better version, if you're a bid chat viewer, guess what? You already know what to do. All you have to do is touch that little bid button on your app screen on your browser, and I will chat with you. But so far, we haven't had any brave souls of the thousands of people that watch the show every week. So far, not one person has been brave enough to come and chat with me. But that's very common. I speak with other, um, you know, talk sh uh, show hosts on bid chat, and you know, apparently, it's not something that happens very often. So tonight, guys, is February 4th, 2017, episode, season eight, episode four. And tonight, by the way, is brought to you by our business sponsor for the season, Words Take Flight Books, um, which is an absolutely fantastic publisher. I'm not just saying that because they're our sponsor. It's the truth. Uh, in fact, you don't even have to take my word for it. You can go on their website and see for yourself. Their website is www.wtfbooks.net, that's wtfbooks.net, and they are an independent publisher, and they also provide editing services. They've got all types of books for you to enjoy. They've got all kinds of authors. I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get some of their authors on our show, and uh, we're just, you know, we're working with the uh, editor-in-chief of the company about uh, that, and just hopefully we'll be able to to provide that for you guys pretty soon uh, because they've got some really fantastic authors uh, that I know you guys are going to just really enjoy. And um, speaking of independent companies and such like that, before I go any further with the news of the day, last night I went with my wife to a local theatrical production of As You Like It that was being put on by um, an absolutely fantastic theater company uh, called Job Site Theater. And they are one of the most popular uh, theater, theater companies in Tampa and, quite frankly, in Florida and, quite frankly, in the eastern United States. Um, Jobsite does all types of productions, uh, both musical, you know, play, you know, you name it, on stage. And they're right for right, right now they're housed in the Schimberg Playhouse theater which you can find at the Straz Performing Arts Center in Tampa, Florida. And if you want to know more about them, all you have to do is go to jobsitetheater.com or you can go to strazcenter.org and you, you can find information for them as well as other performances and productions that are being put on at the Straz Center. So, um, you know, I just want to make sure that this thing is he hearing me here. Here we go. All right, now we're in business. So anyway, I hope you guys in bid chat can hear me okay because uh, I kind of muted this a little bit. Let me see. Yeah, no, I, I muted it because that way, yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, that's where I went this uh, last night, and the, the performance was fantastic. The cast was phenomenal. You guys, I, hope, I don't know if you guys are listening tonight, but if you are, I really want to tell you thank you for such an amazing performance. Um, in fact uh, – Okay, let me see. Um, now nah, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. You know, um, Shakespeare is one of those, those, you know, plays that, one of those playwrights that not just anybody can do Shakespeare, okay? It's not, you know, 
you can look at this different ways. Like some some producers and some uh, theater experts say, say, oh, everybody, you know, Shakespeare's done to death. You know, you see it done so many times because, quite frankly, the, the, the rights to do this show are not that overly expensive because it's such an old property. And um, <laughs> I know some people don't pay rights, but they're supposed to. Uh, I'm obviously not going to name names because I don't personally know that anybody that doesn't, but I know it's done anyway. Um, but my point is that Shakespeare is one of those things that, you know, it has to be done right. And there are so many different ways to do Shakespeare. You know, you, you often think, oh, you have to do Shakespeare, period. You have to do, you know, medieval Italy if you're doing Romeo and Juliet or, you know, in Venice with Merchant of Venice, you know, because it says Merchant of Venice. Well, that's not necessarily the case. You can do Shakespeare anywhere. I mean, I've, I've seen one of my favorite you know, obviously, aside from what I saw last night of As You Like It, because it was set in our city in Tampa, modern day, which was fantastic setting. I want to congratulate uh, the director, David Jenkins, uh, who was also the artistic director for um, the Jobsite Theater. Uh, one of my favorite versions of Shakespeare that I've seen was, um, and I wish I remembered the company that did this, but they did The Tempest, but they did it in the style of Forbidden Planet. Which, you know, that was that, that 60s uh, sci-fi movie with Leslie Nielsen that was just abs- one of the, my all-time favorite sci-fi, you know, movies ever. I mean, undoubtedly, it inspired a whole slew of science fiction films, including, by the way, Star Trek. And did you know that – I'm pretty sure I got this right. I hope I'm not mistaking this. I'm going to look this up. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to mess it up. But anyway, it uh, definitely was, you know, inspired Star Trek and uh, Star Wars, I'm sure, among other things. So anyway, it, the, the As You Like It show closes tomorrow. Please get your tickets now. You can go to jobsitetheater.com or strathcenter.org um, to get your tickets. Or you can just show up at the theater at the Strass Performing Arts Center and, you know, I've said it a million times, guys, please support artists anywhere you are. You know, if you're, if you're in your area, look up what, what plays are in your area and go see them, you know, cause you know, guess what? All of us have a living to make. So then aside from that, um, there are now, I know a lot of you remembered that I said I was going to have an interview with Dr. Paul Bearer too today. And unfortunately that had to be rescheduled. I, I tried to, you know, um, I notified everybody on, on, on my Facebook page. And um, if you're not on it uh, yet as a friend, please look me up. I'm Emilio Diaz, Tampa. And, um, you know, if I can add you, I will. I'm sure I'm going to be reaching my friend's limit pretty soon. But I'll, you can still follow me. And I update everybody on there. This is until uh, I can actually get a, a static, you know, website for the Graveyard Shift. I'm still looking for the right place for the show's. Uh, website to go on because you know um, I want to be able to uh, get all of our show shows archived and for people to be able to access and download them and uh, by the way guys pretty soon I'm really excited about this but pretty soon I will be upgrading my equipment and, and I won't be using my headset mic which sounds atrocious to be uh, doing this I'll be using an actual professional microphone 
And um, I mean, I'm actually really happy with our webcam. I think our webcam works nicely, uh, works nice and, and everything. But I will be getting um, a, a better – well, right now I've got – for our videos, I'm using this Nikon L320, which I know, I know, I know. It's not meant to be used for a professional video. But you know what? Actually, I'll be honest with you. It does the job. It really does. I've been using it to record all of my interviews, and um, I'm pretty happy with it. You know, uh, I'm still gonna be, I'm still gonna be using this, but I'm also gonna get. Uh, I've got it on layaway right now, so you know it's it's got to be up there. I'm getting a, um, I think it's a Canon something, but I can't remember what kind. But I've got it on layaway at a local camera shop, and I'll be getting that uh, finalizing payment on that very soon. And I'm really looking forward to that. And then I'm also going to be getting a soundboard and a mic set up, a cable. It's going to look really cool. Finally going to look like a real show because um, I really miss being in a studio. And you know what? Why can't I make this look like a studio? There's no reason. So and anyway, we'll see. So just be rooting for me, guys, if you, if you want. And by the way, if you want to help me get equipment, I accept. I honestly really do. I never ask for this. Uh, but I do accept donations. You know, you can donate either via bid chat, you know, with bids. You can donate that, or you can just send a donation to my show, uh, bidchat.com, or just download the bid chat app via your iTunes app or Google Play Store and just donate whatever you wish. Um, I also I have a PayPal account if you want to send me a donation that way too. Just you're gonna have to contact me because I don't want to just give out you know my email like that. Anyway, so uh, there's that. Well, getting back to my Dr. Paul Bear 2 thing, so like I said, I rescheduled that. That will be happening, I'm hoping, February 18th, which is supposed to be a Saturday. So when I do that interview, I will be uh, broadcasting it live. Well, actually, I'll be recording it, and then I'll be sharing it on a Facebook page, and then I'll also be uploading it on here on BitChat. And we also, by the way, if you guys don't know, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, called the Graveyard Shift Talk Show, and I all I upload all of our uh, interviews, all of our videos that we do, I upload them on that YouTube channel. All right, so why don't we get to the nitty gritty and get to what this show is all about? And by the way, thank you for all those likes, guys. Um, uh, we want to do a, a shout out to um, our fans that are, you know. Uh, up-and-coming filmmakers, Hector Melendez, Jay Fernandez, I want to say what's up, guys, and Brian Derry with uh, Triple Knot Productions. I know you're out there. I want to say what up, and Ralph from MVP Vibe Productions. I know you guys have seen him and seen his shows because I've actually broadcasted his shows from Cayman Cove, um, so I'll be doing that uh, coming up, I think. In fact, I think his show is on the 18th. All right, so let's get to the news shall we let's do that all right who doesn't love hitler right <laughs> i'm kidding okay you know what um i'm gonna tell you something hitler has been on a lot of people's minds lately and not for the reason you're thinking a lot of people have been equating our current president uh to uh hitler hold on a second hold on a second Okay, there we go. And, you know, I'm not going to say whether or not, you know, that's true. I mean, Hitler did a lot of bad things. And I mean, a lot of worse 
things than this current president has done thus far. So, guys, I hope, I really hope he's not going to be like Hitler. I mean, come on, who would want that? Okay. And while the, by the way, while I'm doing these news stories, if you guys want to call in, please do so. You already know. I'm going to give the number again. It's area code 347-237-5187, area code 347-237-5187, or click on the you know, call in or, or uh, to the show on the blogtalkradio.com slash the graveyard shift link, or you on bid chat, all of our viewers on bid chat, you can bid to chat with me. It's very cheap. It's only a buck for, I think it's like three minutes or something like that. I mean, that's pretty cheap guys. So, you know, get, be brave and call in. You can chat at me. You can yell at me. Tell me I suck, whatever. I don't care. I've heard it all before. Is there a Nazi base on Antarctica? That's why I mentioned Hitler. Mm. Love me my coffee. Well, guess what? There has been some buzz in the paranormal community about a possible uh, base being found in Antarctica. Okay? See, there's all these people that um, – you'll see them on YouTube all the time. You can look them up. Not right now, obviously. But you know, you see all these paranormal talk show hosts that talk about that they find – um, these hidden alien bases on Google Earth, and they actually apparently found an abandoned Nazi base. And you know, <laughs> there was actually a, a, a documentary, a Russian documentary that was filmed in 2006 called Operation UFO, which um, you can act, you can find it on YouTube. In fact, I'm going to share this link of this article with you guys on our Twitter feed, which, by the way, is uh, Emmy Shift Show, and on this documentary, Operation UFO, um, the film itself investigates the uh, gossip about that mystery Nazi base in Antarctica. Okay, uh, the there's a 1947 flying saucer assault on Admiral Byrd's disastrous Operation High Jump endeavor, uh, the mysterious starting points of Third Reich repulsive force motors flying plates and an antiquated Atlantean innovations. That's, you know, all these you can see there. And uh, what, now one of the center subjects of the film, though, subjects of the film is uh, this presence of this base 211 or 211, which is a supposed underground Nazi base in Antarctica. So um, anyway, um, I'm just trying to, okay, here we go. Uh, so the film investigates this base and um, talks about, you know, they try to show you where it is and give you the history behind it. And the other topic of the documentary is of a Nazi flying saucer program and the numerous evidential strains that it that this particular zone produces. So um, the uh, narrative documentary delineates, according to this article I'm reading, the numerous sightings of obscure artworks around the Antarctic district and the hypothetical reason for polar wormholes as passageways and leave focuses for going to, excuse me, and leave focuses for going to extraterrestrial spaceships and the conceivable contribution of HARP. So, um, you know, if you want to look this up, it's called third Reich operation UFO. I'm going to, um, copy this link address and then I am going to put it 
on our Twitter feed right now. If you guys want to look up this documentary on your own, be my guest and also be forewarned because it's a WAPA. Operation UFO Doc. And there it goes. Okay, I just put it on our uh, on our Twitter feed. So, all right. And speaking of UFOs, this um, MUFON investigator, which those of you who are not aware, the MUFON is actually a UFO group that is um, based in Florida. Uh, and uh, one of the MUFON uh, investigators spotted a UFO shaped disc over Florida. In fact, there is a uh, a picture. Well, there's a picture of another one that was found in St. Augustine. Well, apparently this was recent. So a Florida witness at St. Augustine uh, reported watching a disc-shaped UFO hovering in the night sky before moving out over the ocean, according to testimony. And this is in case 79397. Now, the witness is a MUFON field investigator who was taking out the trash at 9.30 p.m. on September. This is really old. September, well, it's not, you know, about a year, more than a year. September 25th, 2016, when the incident began. I don't know why they're just doing this report now. Well, maybe that's when they archived the report. So, according to the report, it was disc shaped but had sharp points on the top and bottom. There was a larger oval, very bright white light on the top point that blinked, not strobed. Um, Shaken, not stirred, no. That light was so bright it hurt my eyes. Surrounding the object along its side were strobing multicolored lights that strobed from white, blue, green, red, yellow very quickly. They reflected off the body that seemed to be dull gray, but sometimes looked dull amber depending on the color of the light strobing at the moment. Its speed was quite slow, slower than a slow helicopter. So um, anyway, you could – I'm going to tweet this if you're interested. Uh, there we go. I just tweeted it on our Twitter feed. And by the way, the picture of the UFO that's on that link that I just sent to our Twitter feed, it's CGI. So, and there is, by the way, um, I'm, I, a, uh, like if you see a UFO, you can actually report one. Like there's an actual public, um, reporting. There's a national UFO reporting center. And in fact, I'm going to tell you more about it right now. If I can get this stupid thing to to open. Hello. This is what happens when you do things on the fly, guys. Ah. Well, I mean, MUFON has their own. Ah, uh, here it is. National UFO Reporting Center. I have actually um, interviewed this gentleman, Peter Davenport. I've interviewed him on a past episode. I would love to interview him again. But anyway, um, if you want to report a sighting, all you have to do is go to the National UFO Reporting Center, which is New Fork. <laughs> I got a new fork. I'm going to use it. N-U-F-O-N-U-F-O-R-C dot O-R-G. And then there is a, uh, you know, a form. It's right there on the left, online UFO report form. In fact, I'm going to click on it now. And then right here it says, before submitting a report, do not include contact info. Use a word processor to compose your report. And this is my favorite part. Hoax and joke reports are ignored. So there you go. So that's nufo.rc.org. Uh, and um, 
I mean, you you know, Peter Davenport is uh, you know what I'm going to contact him again because it's been a while since we've had him on the show. Great guy, such a wonderful guest. Uh, you he actually uh, was he was on last night on Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie, and um, you can find out more on their website. Not that they need any promoting, but there you have it. Oh boy! I don't want to participate in anything. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Okay, so I'm gonna go on break right now, guys. And when I get back, I'm gonna continue this weird news cavalcade. And uh, once again, if you want to join in the show, this is your chance. But you know, I know nobody's brave out there wants to call in and chat with me. It never happens. You guys are such cowards. No, I'm kidding. All right, so I'll be right back, everybody. Uh, This is Emmy on the Graveyard Shift, and uh, I'm punching in. Put your warm feet on hold, Graveyard Shift fan. Our illustrious host, Emmy. Why the hell does he always say that word, illustrious? We'll be right back after this break with more shifty, yeah, like shitty awesomeness. I can't believe this guy. Who the hell does he think he is? Um, oh, okay, um... We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be right back. This book really sucks. Well, hello there, avid reader. What the? Hello? Who's the? Are you talking to me? Yes, Hello? Yes, I'm talking to you, Emmy. I'm your inner reading spirit. Inner reading spirit? <laughs> well, I guess anything's possible in marketing and promotions land. Yes, <laughs> that's the spirit. Get it? Spirit? Yeah, sure. I get it. So, I uh, noticed you having a tough time finding something good oh, to read there. Yeah, I can't find a good book, really. Engages me as a reader, and uh, well, most of the books I've been reading aren't really that good. Stories are all the same, kind of like they come out of a factory. Actually, Emmy, you're not far from the truth. Nowadays, most publishing companies fall prey to the formula book trap. Instead of taking a chance with new, talented authors, they play it safe and give their writers a formula to stick with and make it so that most of the books look and feel the Hmm. same. Really? I guess that's true. I often have a hard time telling one author's book from another sometimes. Well, what if I told you I have the answer to your problem, Emmy? Well, I'd have to say you're falling without a parachute, mysterious No, no, not spirit. falling, flying, because that's what words are supposed to do. They're supposed to take flight in your mind. Words take flight books has words discovered the real formula. Words take flight books, a publishing company that covers writing and editing. For everything from mainstream magazines and independent comic books to Fortune 500 companies and regional not-for-profit organizations, as well as working on a movie and book or two. It sounds like they have got a great selection. Oh, you're flying? Words take flight books. Changes writers and readers' shared perception of themselves. Cool. You know, I always thought I would be a good writer, too. Maybe I could... uh... Nah. Hey, don't give up. Keep flying. Because on the publishing end, Words Take Flight Books is giving a voice to new and established authors just like you. Visit Words Take Flight Books. 
Yeah, I think I will. Thanks, Inner Reading Spirit. I'm going to do just that, and uh, how do I visit them? www.wtsbook.net Okay, so that's www.wtfbooks.net www.wtfbooks.net Cool. Oh, they do have a great selection of books. Awesome. Words take flight books. Denying limitation, define perception. Wow, words take flight books. Denying limitation, define perception. I get it. There's travel in your future when you hit level 30 and you get your travel form. You will never be a rogue, always healing and crying about your class. Sing, guys, sing along. Higher freaking game. You don't need anything but your pet cinnamon scatter shot and then bang death. Me! You think you're almighty with your epic staff with arcane power and a Zandalarian hero trunk. The only problems will be ripped to shreds and you will be nerfed by every single glitch you pass. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. Rogue! Fifty percent of your server will be composed of rogues who roll their class to be cheap. You should not worry because you can one-shot someone without any kind of skill. Preach. You think you're a shadow priest, but you will be forced to be a healbot in your raid. You should prepare to jump off a cliff when suddenly everything is your fault. Drummond! You are the most overpowered class. All you have to do is cast Rock Shock to win. Remember to keep reincarnation up and it will take ten alive. I am shot to take you down. That's the world of work that you play. That's the world of that you play. That's the world of work that you play. That's the world of work that you play. That's the world of work that you play. You have weak skills because you raid all day and night, or you have finally grinded to Grand Marshal or to High Warlord. And you may have epic gear so you can brag to all your friends that you spend too much time playing the stupid time consuming game. And just because you have to trigger only shows that you have no life and it will be useless in the upcoming expansion pack. So I suggest you go outside and ride your bike off in a pool or play with kittens so you get away and do protective work. Oh, was I? Warrior! You might have incredible strength and you can probably pwn somebody's face, but you are worthless without a priest. You are destined to raid. For all your life Paladin. You strike fear into the hearts of the horde Simply using your hammer and bubbles You think that you are a warrior But you will always be that guy who never heals What have you read lately? If it was a book from Words Take Flight Books Then you solved a deadly mystery Traveled through time Tried to help world Fought the undead in the Caribbean And that's just the beginning what your reading isn't taking you to the places you want to go, or to places you didn't think you could, then you need to book your next reading adventure at Words Take Flight Books. Words Take Flight Books. Defying perceptions, denying limitations. 
Uh, come in, Houston. This is Apollo X. This is Apollo X. Request special permission to dock with the station. Uh, Roger, Apollo. You are go for station dock. Welcome aboard, Shifties. You're listening to the Graveyard Shift online radio talk show. Broadcasting, Broadcasting live, live on blogtalkradio.com slash the Graveyard Shift. Follow us at hashtag Show for our Twitter feed. Stay punched in. We'll be back. Broadcasting live from a war-torn battlefield, from atop a 200-foot-tall, last-of-its-kind woolly mammoth, driving a bunch of drunk zombies on their way to an all-you-can-eat super flesh buffet. Teaching a cat how to speak fluent Klingon. You're listening to the Graveyard Shift online radio talk show. And now, just finished from sucker-punching your country's ruthless dictator, cuz... He's just that damn cool. Here's your illustrious host, Emmy. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Graveyard Shift uh, Talk Show, Season 8, Episode 4. Cave Frog's Legs of the Bee's Knees, brought to you by Words Take Flight Books. Great publisher and editor extraordinary. You can find more, more at www.wtfbooks.net. So on this second and final half of the show, oh, and by the way, our big chat viewers as well, uh, you are probably one of millions who are going to be uh, tuning in this tomorrow night as the New England Patriots battle the Atlanta Falcons for Super Bowl LI, whatever the hell that means. I have no clue. I can't. I flunked Roman numerals. And that's going to be Sunday, February 5th, uh, 6.30 p.m. on uh, Fox. Um, I honestly don't know if they're going to air it anywhere else. I have no clue. Anyway, uh, so I don't know who's going to win. Uh, a lot of people seem to be favoring the Patch Patriots. Uh, they win a lot of Super Bowls, and I don't remember the last time the Falcons won one. I'm sure it was recent. So, uh, you know, everybody always wants to go for the, uh, the one that's, you know, not many people will think will win or, or the less amount will think will win. So maybe the Falcons, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really that invested in this one, to be honest with you. I mean, the Patriots are a pretty cool team. I like them. But I also like the Falcons because I like their color scheme. And I also, a uh, personal friend, Warwick Dunn, uh, used to play for them. Um, and, uh, you know, anytime Warwick is on a team, I'm always, you know, willing to, you know, support the team, you know. So anyway, we'll see what happens with that. Now, back to the news. So, you know, obviously you see the episode title. Uh, I'm going to get to that later. But before I do, this is a paranormal talk show, and I, you know, want to talk about paranormal stuff like I have been. And uh, the Super Bowl is in Houston, Texas. I thought, what better way than to tell you about the weird – if you guys are visiting Houston, these are the places you can visit that are haunted. So these are the eight most haunted places in Houston, or another way of putting it, eight most haunted places you would not want to go alone. So um, for those of you that don't know, Houston is actually the most populous place, a city located in the Texas region of Southern America. It was founded in 1836 by um, Allen Brothers and named after Sam Houston, the famous general of the Battle of San Jacinto. There are quite a variety of places to visit in Houston. Um, so if you love adventure, if you don't mind getting scared, or if you do mind getting scared but you don't care anyway, they're, here they are. So the first place is – and by the way, before I go any further, don't just 
go there. Find out if somebody owns the property first. If they do, contact the property owner before you just go tracing into these places. The first place is 2309 Wichita Street. So um, it's this particular house is said to house the spirit of Charles Fondo, who is a former VA nurse and the owner of this house. The ancient house is made up of timber gales, spires, and decks. Now, to understand the actual context of this haunting, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of fact. So this is from a quote. Um, now, Charles Fondo was actually a renowned VA nurse in a local hospital and the owner of this particular home. Now, when she was alive, yes, Charles was a she, she always shared happiness among helpless people. Um, her 60s actually proved to be her dark decade. She died uh, due to a heavy illness at the age of 64. Now, she may have died bodily, but spiritually, apparently she's still there uh, because supposedly her spirit is being seen. Strange noises and knocking are heard by many trespassers, and visitors have spotted the apparition of a ghostly lady figure. Uh, paranormal investigator John Smith actually uh, analyzed it to be a result of extreme love for the house, which has restricted her soul to travel from the afterlife. So that's another that's one place you can go to, 2309 Wichita Street. Another place, Martha Chapel Cemetery. Big surprise, right? This particular cemetery is situated on the Bowden Road in Huntsville, and basically it's one of the true places that are haunted in Houston. It's basically about 65 kilometers north of Houston, so not exactly right in Houston, but not too far. And um, the, the number of actually reported possession cases are so much in this particular area that the road it is situated on is itself named Demon's Road. People who visit here feel very uncomfortable vibes, reportedly. Uh, paranormal investigators are strictly warned not to provoke the spirits, as evil souls take it as a challenge and could actually follow you back to your home. Many a demonic possession have taken place when people disturb souls from their sleep. Uh, the piece of dark nights gets broken by a loud outcrying giggle, apparently, according to a cemetery staff member. Uh, according to another report, classic, this one's a classic, a hand actually has popped out of a grave and tried to pull the person back inside. So, uh, very interesting there. Another one, another area, Sam Houston Memorial Museum. So in this one, uh, this one is located on 1836 Sam Houston Avenue. It is said that Woodland home, this Woodland home of the museum site is mysterious full of spookiness. When you walk past it, you can hear stepping sounds from unknown sources, according to visitors. Um, and when they sent a paranormal investigator, they saw their footmarks leading to the house. However, no apparitions have been seen, but you know there have been reports of things falling off of desks in Sam Houston's law office in the museum. And uh, who knows? Maybe Sam is still around and wanting to mess with people who want to know more about him. Next place, Jefferson Davis Hospital, also known as Elder Street Artist's Loft. Now, this particular location is located on Elder Street. It was previously uh, called the Jefferson Davis Hospital. The hospital is said to be possessed by deceased hospital patients. The site is said to be built on a cemetery of 18 of tombstones up from the 1800s. So um, many Civil War and Yellow Fever victims were reportedly buried at this 
cemetery that this hospital was then built on. Some of the activities that took place or have been reported at this particular location go by shadowy apparitions, feeling of being watched. Um, some people say they actually still smell the scent of sterilized solutions in the air in the night hours. There have been many visitors that say they still see the ghosts of soldiers and infants wandering at this place. So um, there you go. This place seems to be pretty haunted. Once again, please find out who owns the location before you just go traveling. Another place that you would love, might like to visit, Kingsgate Village. So um, this is one of the most haunted places, of course, in this particular location. Um, it said that a ghost of a girl haunts the apartment complex, um, and she's said to be seeking revenge there. In the middle of the night, residents reported having heard loud outcries and screams that no one was around when the scream occurred. So there have been footsteps. There have been uh, uh, very few apparition sightings, but some apparition sightings. Another place, Spaghetti Warehouse. So this is located on Commerce Street. The warehouse is voted as one of the few haunted places uh, that actually is a restaurant. Um, apparently, this location has an elevator shaft that is said to be possessed by a spirit. So um, in this one, it's uh, two warehouse workers were in this elevator during the nighttime hours, and uh, one of them say that it was possessed by a spirit. Now, um, the, in fact, many Locals say if you walk alone in this elevator, you're going to die. But, you know, are there really people that have died in this elevator? I don't think so. Because I haven't heard any stories about it. Let's put it that way. Another area you can visit, Lamar University, Sigma Phi Epsilon. So um, this actually used to be a farmer's house, and um, apparently it's still – the farmer's still there. So – Farmer Chester apparently is still wandering the location, and he apparently is making all kinds of mysterious sounds like knocking on doors, footsteps. Uh, sometimes um, apparently frat boys are saying that he protects them from harmful effects. So who knows what that really means, right? Anyway, there's a bunch of other places. You can look it up. I, it's not, I don't think I need to retweet this. I mean, all you have to do is look up haunted places in Houston. And there you have it. All right. So before I end the show tonight, this is the last story of the night. The episode title, Cave Frog's Legs of the Bee's Knees. Well, this is the reason why I titled the show that. So Richard, Re, Richard, researchers in Zimbabwe say they have found a rare frog that has not been seen in decades. This always excites me about animals, um, any kind of animal, whether it be a cryptid or anything like that. This is proof that there are undiscovered or unknown or previously thought extinct animals that are back. So that's why I think cryptids are real. You never know what's out there. So this rare frog called the Artholeptis troglodytes is also known as the cave squeaker because of its preferred habitat. It was actually previously discovered in 1962, but there were no reported sightings of the elusive amphibian after that. And uh, apparently an international red list of threatened species. Sorry about that. My kid is here. You need to go. I'm doing a show right now. Ask Mama. Ask Mama. See, this is what happens when I do a show and the kids wake up. 
Anyway, an international red list. That's why I want to be in the studio so bad. You hear that, producer? So please put me in the studio so I don't have to deal with this kind of nonsense. An international red list of threatened species tagged them as critically endangered, possibly extinct. Now, apparently, a researcher at the Natural History Museum in Belowayo City said his team had actually found four specimens of the frog in its known habitat of Chimmy, Chimmy, oh boy, Chimanami Nami. I totally messed that up, which is a mountainous area in the east. The team found the first male specimen on December 3rd. After following an animal call they had not heard before, they then discovered two males and a female. And uh, apparently Hopkins, which is a researcher, had been looking for this particular specimen for eight years. Now, uh, the researchers plan to breed more frogs with the ones taken from their habitat and then reintroduce them to the mountain summit. Uh, for those of you who are interested, the frog is tiny and light brown with dark spots. I'm actually going to, well, no, you can look it up. You can look it up. I don't think. This is something that really needs to be retweeted. Oh, by the way, for those of you that are going to be in the Super Bowl in Detroit, um, apparently, well, not not the Super Bowl is not going to be in Detroit, but if you're in Detroit, a giant sinkhole is being threatened by it. Um, Macomb County Public Workers Chief Candace Miller is worried that thousands of football fans will flush toilets at halftime Sunday night. So she told a local radio station could overwhelm a broken sewer line. She said her bathroom advice, hold it. Or don't immediately flush. You hear that, Detroit? Don't poop. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so I'm going to end on that note, guys. And I um, want to thank you for listening to the show, watching the show. I will be airing my interview uh, with Dr. Paul Bearer close either on the 18th or, if you, or probably on the 19th or 20th. So look on our Facebook page for that. Once again, it's Emilio Diaz. Or you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash The Graveyard Shift to look at our past archived audio episodes or go to bidchat.com graveyard shift or just bidchat the app and look for The Graveyard Shift and you can see all of our video archived episodes. I want to, once again, as always, thank our business sponsor, Words Take Flight Books, for providing us with support for this wonderful eighth season. If you're a business and you want to be promoted, the way I have been promoting Words Take Flight Books this entire season, contact me because I do commercials for you. I do audio commercials and video commercials. I promote and interview you and your clients, and it's all part of the package deal. So give me a call. Uh, you can contact me online. You can email me. Uh, there's ways that you can contact me on Blog Talk. You can send me a message. You can send me a message on VidChat. You can send me a message via my Facebook page. And I would love to hear from you. So anyway, this is Emmy from the Graveyard Shift, guys. Uh, and I will be um, seeing you next Saturday night at 8.30 p.m. Be here. Until then, this is Emmy, and I'm punching out. Peace, guys. You feel that universe? That satisfied feeling only comes from having finished a super epic, awesome episode of the Graveyard Shift online radio talk show hosted by your illustrious host, Emmy. Make sure to follow on blogtalkradio.com slash the Graveyard Shift and our Twitter feed, hashtag Emmy Shift Show, to stay in the loop for future episodes. Until next time, Shifties, we're punching out.